In society today, we are being attacked constantly with inauthentic conversations. Fakeness, trying to look cool, trying to be somebody we're not. That is why the Damn Dude Podcast is here to have the authentic conversations that need to be had in a way that will make you think and say, Damn Dude. What up, everybody? What is good? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. This is a show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. <laughs> this show exists to help educate, entertain, and make an impact on the different contexts and perspectives that we have in life. Because I truly believe and have discovered that the more access we have to different authentic contexts and perspectives... The easier, smoother, doper, and just flat out cooler life is. You dig? So welcome to the show, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is season four, episode two. That technically makes 279 episodes. Damn. So we're moving along here. Um, I'm your host, California Cal, and welcome to the show if you're new. If... You are a loyal listener or you just started listening. Um, I'm sure you kind of get the theme and the vibe of the show. Um, I will say I apologize because I had to skip an episode on uh, Monday because I fucked myself up, man. Um, I'm going to get into that through my back out. We're going to talk about that. Mm, We're going to get into a lot of things. We got some real serious things to touch on, too. That we will certainly jump right into. Before all that, I want to say, oh, what we're getting into also, I'll, I'll say this. I would say it has a lot to do with mental health and growth and like suicide uh, prevention, let's say. So, and and measurable tools and things when it comes to stuff like that. So, um, I first I want to say happy birthday to my little Mingo. Uh, this episode is after the fact, but it's never too late. Uh, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. I fucking love you. Um, happy birthday again to my son Royal, my little brother. Mm, every fuck, there's so many birthdays around, it's hard to just think of <laughs> again right all on the spot. Happy birthday to little Roro. Uh, birthday's coming up I can't believe everybody is just how fast everyone's growing up and uh, it's just wild man anyways also I would like to say which means uh happy new year in Chinese and that's coming what day is it today? today's Thursday or Friday oh today's Friday I forgot I'm like a day I feel like I've been a day behind. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Chinese New Year is like tomorrow, I want to say. And yeah, Happy New Year, guys. This is oftentimes when I really feel energetically that it is the beginning of New Year's. Um, We usually start to get like we've just been getting dumped on here in San Diego. Hella rain. Just 
it's been pretty ridiculous. It's been crazy. People flooding. People have been houses getting all fucked up. People dying. A lot of people pass away. Uh, a lot of homeless people pass away. Their stuff gets destroyed when the rain hits and all the everything just starts flooding and it floods fast. Um, and it's not really one of those things you can kind of just like stand strong against or like swim your way out of. Like you're kind of fucked or you have to know how to like keep yourself afloat and like catch on to something or 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 something right so it's kind of crazy so i hope everybody's okay out there driving in san diego people go fucking crazy um which i'm gonna call it from yeah just all around southern california i had to go drop my mom off uh she went on a cruise so that was cool too but so driving to long beach was a trip because there was fucking like nobody on the freeway practically which was cool um but I think because it was raining so much, people were just like, man, fuck this. <laughs> so, yeah. And also, a special shout out to, I'm assuming, a listener of the show. Because I don't know how else otherwise this would have came about. Um, but I will say shout out to, I'm assuming, the listener. I don't want to put this person on blast like too much or something. Let's just say uh, the person's name is Hannah. And they made a contribution uh, donation to the show. They donated to the Cash App show. So thank you for that. Very, 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 very much appreciated. Um, yeah, thank you. Damn, dude. Uh, very, very much appreciated. And I will say that if anybody else wants to donate to the show, hit the Cash App. Uh, it's just the dollar sign thing. Damn, dude. Podcast. D A M N D U D E podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t i'm assuming we all know this if you clicked on the show to some capacity <laughs> all right so anyways guys let's get into this um so i want to break this down in the right order and make this make sense so okay so over these last few days i had thrown out my back and it wasn't the type of throwing out my back like like I lifted something or I carried something wrong or I like stood incorrectly or whatever, right? So it was a combination of I haven't been stretching much lately, which, yes, guilty. Um, well, actually, okay, no. <laughs> Over these last few days, I've been stretching a lot. Uh, prior to that, I was not stretching very much. And... Okay, fair enough. I also haven't been eating incredibly healthy. Um, I mean, like, as a whole, I eat healthy, but I've been eating a lot of snacks and, like, junk food and stuff like that. And uh, that's that's the shit that, yeah, nah, fuck all that. So, <laughs> I'm like, so, okay, so anyway, so there's that. Plus, I've been stressing the fuck out, man. Like, this last week, the last few months days whatever like as a whole it's just been fucking hard man like and like i said over the last like three years four years it's just been this crazy shit show where it's just like shit spiraling i'm spiraling like fuck man like i know who i am i know my purpose i know my what i stand for i know my loyalties i know all of those things i know who i am as a man i know all of that i know my purpose I know my plan. I know all of those things. And at the same time, I've been fucking up, man. It's like, in terms of financially, like, 
I'm in the one of the worst situations I've ever been in financially. And it's different now because before it was only me. And now it's like there's so many people that I got to take care of and that count on me. And it's like I've been having such a hard time, like, honestly, getting that truly through my fucking thick ass skull to where I'm like, fuck, man. Like, all right. Like, I'm not selfish. I'm just very, like, trained to being this sort of way and going about things this way. I come from this. I come from that. And it's just like, okay, fuck all that. Let's kill all that shit. Respectfully. And outgrow it more so to say, right? And that's what I mean. It's like shed that shell and level up, you know, find a bigger shell. So I just, like I said, I've been stressing, dude, like money shit has just been eating me alive. And it's like, excuse me, I'm good personally with no money or a lot of money doesn't change my character i know how to act i'm not fucking out of control these days i used to be (laughs) i would make a lot of money and just go spend it on all the homies everybody everywhere like all sorts of shit right and that's cool you know but i would go overboard i would just not care because i wasn't attached to it i'm like i know what the fuck it's like to have none of it like we're still gonna eat man and Lately, I'm just like, my whole identity's just been challenged, reshaping, uh, just tested to the highest degree. All my life lessons that, like, I've really, were real life lessons. Like, shit that, like, really shook me to my core. That was, like, a foundational, like, this is a a mark in your entire existence of, like, it's a, a major checkpoint, right? Like these are, these are big deal things. So it's like my prior point, like if you were to listen at the beginning, like first episode, first, I guess first episode, like first season or so I tell my whole story. And from that point, my story, why did I talk? Why did I say that? Like my story, uh, my story was that of Somebody who had done the work and healed all the crazy shit that I had went through at that point. So if I had categorized everything, it would be like, all right, well, starting off, it was when my little sister, my grandma, my great aunt all passed away within like the same month. And from there, that just shook things up in my house, in my family, in my entire life, in my entire uh, view and perspective in life. Like being six years old and seeing my little sister in her casket She's not even two years old. Um, She passed away of heart problems and a list of other medical complications, if you're curious. Um, And so that was like the starting point. Then I grew up. Then I got older. Then then growing up, then I stopped talking for a year and I just went into observant mode. And I was just thinking crazy ass shit. I was as I was walking around and all of that. And then like. The next chapter is like, all right, I'm fucking going through all this fucking street shit. I'm getting chased by dogs, bullies. Me and my friends are getting picked on. Like, we're the only, like, mixed-race kids running around. We're the only poor-ass kids, like, super poor running around. 
like, dude, it was like, for reals, it was like, if I had food, my homie Puff had food. If Puff had food, I had food. And then when little Gerald started coming around, Gerald was part of it too, before he even spoke English. And it's like, dude, we... (laughs) We, we learned to be down for each other. We learned loyalty because when you get chased by, you know, when you're in third, second, third, fourth grade and you're getting chased by fourth, fifth and sixth graders in elementary school, that's how it was at ours. I was actually the last class where they had sixth grade at that elementary school. But um, then it was all the way up to fifth grade. Then you go to junior high. Anyways, getting chased by all these people. Our friend Gerald getting bullied on because he getting bullied he didn't, and getting picked on because he didn't speak English at the time. And it was like he was our neighbor and he was cool as fuck. And he still is. Um, shout out to you, Gerald. I don't know if you'll ever hear this or where you're at these days, but much love to you, bro. It's, it's all love. It's always family, man. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out Gerald Velasco. Um, and shout out my homie Puff. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. I, man, I should have Puff on the show, dude. Any like for reals i've been thinking about that for a long time i just never anyways we'll get to that (laughs) you guys will trip anyway getting you know so those were like major things in my life and it was like so then growing up in the streets having to fight all these bigger people getting chased by dogs having to navigate all these racial things all these class things all these you know what i'm saying like being poor like this and that it was like yo dude like we eat together, we get in trouble together, we fucking, you know, like, we're, we're really in this shit, like, let's go, what's the story, what's, what's the plan, what's the story, and, you know, then what, right, so anyways, so I hit all those checkpoints, and that was my previous, like, point that I was at in the course of life, and, uh, That all led me to all the rest of the things. Rest in peace, Dorothy, um, Puff's mom, or our, or our our grandma, I'll say. His grandma, technically, his mom. Our grandma. Um, she, man, she was an amazing, beautiful person. She had, has the spirit and power of an, of an elephant and the elephants. She was like the, an elephant, man. Um, she was just with the shit. (laughs) Yo, so when she passed away, when we were 15, that fucked us up. So at this time, when we were 15, and I don't want to go too far in this. You guys can listen to the back to the old episodes, but I'll just tell this little piece real quick. Um, when we were 15, she passed away. And like I said, it was like, that was like, our grandma, his mom, like she would give us spankings. She would grab us by the ear. She would make us sit and eat all our food at the table, whether we were crying or not. Like I'd be crying over fucking uh, uh, okra and collard greens because I didn't like that shit when I was a kid. And he would be crying over, Puff would be crying over onions. And we, <laughs> we'd be sitting there giving fucking our asses whoop this and that, all sorts of shit. We'd be sitting there for hours. It'd be midnight. Like, my parents were like, nope, make sure he sits there and finishes food. They're like, yep, understood. And it was <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yo, so 
when we it's like dude when we talk about loyalty like that's why i like when shout out yamamoto again dude like when we talk about loyalty like it resonates because that's that's the shit that i come from since the beginning you know um like that shit's cool man so having that be a a book a checkpoint right at that point the old oh, story i was going to tell with that was uh me puff and our best friend pubes pablo spider spidey little dreamer however you knew him as pablo pepe um juan pablo any version you knew that well sorry i don't you didn't know that but <laughs> what am i saying um we just ride or die all, everywhere and we were unstoppable unseparable like and there was a point where we were all living together and we were all 14 years old turned 15 years old um you know all every fuck like with the exception of me honestly like all, a gang of the homies were in and out of well not just me but the homies who were like in the crazy shit were in and out of juvie fucking this and that program and all this shit and uh probation and this and that and it was like shit was crazy for a while man and so that was like a major checkpoint then fast forward i get accused of murder i get fucking kicked out of school i get cheated on i get fucking break my skull neck and back uh my two best friends get murdered uh shout out john john shout out pews um you know, a bunch of other people, uh, a bunch of other homies' family pass away along the way. Um, you know, shit's just crazy, man. Running the streets, this and that, all this shit. And, uh, you know, and it's like, this is like prime time, like, when shit was cracking off. Like, late 90s, early 1000s, like, that, I was just in the streets all day, every day, pretty much. Like, my parents did, did barely know how to handle all the life circumstances like imagine losing your daughter and your mom and your aunt and then just being and all of that it's like fuck dude you know so it's like no nah, go play <laughs> there was enough kids to keep to keep us all busy you know and um so then you know to points where i was at personally at um you know come at very feeling very suicidal very depressed um, very doubting life, just very unsure, and not knowing what the fuck to do, where to go, why it even matters to keep going, you know, feeling like I have no options, feeling like whatever the fuck I'm doing is not working, and I'm like, whoa, as I was thinking of that, as I'm sitting here with my back all thrown out, I'm, I'm kind of like recapping all the things in my life, right, then I look back over the last fucking three four years as long as i've been recording this podcast all the shit i've been through from then till now that's new shit from when i had started discussing all the old shit that i had healed so now it's time for me to heal the new shit so it's like you go back you listen to the episode about like woke up to sheriffs knocking on my door you woke up to fucking or sorry <laughs> you go back you listen to um episodes where it's like recording in a casino like sleeping in my car like recording at my dad's house like just all these different things and dude it's like it was crazy because when I look back I'm like all right I need to address and handle and heal all this shit own 
all of it, every single motherfucking piece of it. So as I was thinking there, like the part, and this is a bit touchy and this is controversial. And I will start with a huge disclaimer when I say, seriously, truly, for reals, do not worry about me. I am good. I will not ever harm myself. I will never ever physically hurt myself. I will never take my own life. I will never do anything of that sort. So that's my disclaimer because I'm going to go into this. So, <laughs> like I said, I'm good. Um, so I'm going to say this and it's going to sound a little crazy, but it's truly not. Just listen, hear me out. Try this on. <laughs> I was contemplating about contemplating suicide. Okay, don't freak out. I'm good. <laughs> like, not dangerously, just very logically. So what I did basically the other day was I hit a fucking low, man. Like, real shit. Like, I, my back was hurt. I couldn't fucking move. My whole lower back, my hips, my neck, everything was just locked the fuck up. I'm feeling sick. I'm all hunched over like an old man. All my organs are all, like, compressed because my body's all leaned over and bent and shit. And, like, everything's just, oh, like, I could barely walk up and down the stairs or get out of bed or whatever. Like, shit was just narcore, dude. Like, <laughs> it was fucked up, I'll tell you. So I'm just like, fuck, man. I hit this point, I'm just like, man, I'm being a fucking loser. I'm like... Dude, people who have real faith in me are, like, starting to give up on me and are starting to doubt some of the things that I claim and my direction and what I'm up to and what I'm doing and and I guess my capabilities or, I don't know, or my level of responsibility or anything. And I've been letting people down. And it's like, in terms of financially... And that's not like me, dude. Like, I'm somebody who's very integral with my finances and my things. It took a long time. And now I'm in a place where I'm... Uh, to, it took a long time to get to that point. And then now I'm in a point where I'm all fucking upside down and sideways and backwards. And I don't know what the fuck, which way is up or down. And... So it's like... As I'm spiraling, I can't fucking move. And this just throws me all the way back to when I'm laying on my sofa with a broken neck, a broken skull, neck, and back in eight different places. And I, I could barely fucking move. I'm just laying there practically dead. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, what do I think? And that, that just led me back to, because I was what, like 21, I think, when that happened? 20 or 21? And, uh, so I'm thinking back and when I first wanted to really off myself before, when I first truly contemplated suicide, I was 16 and shit just was falling apart everywhere and everything sucked and everything was fucked. And like all my grades were tanking. I was getting in trouble. All my homies were locked up. Well, not all, but like a bunch of my homies and like the people who had my back in terms of, like, if we needed to scrap, <laughs> they were all locked up. I was just, like, a walking target at this point. And shit was dangerous. Very, very dangerous. And so I'm just out here on full fucking flex, fully flared up, just the whole thing, just 
running on full fear, full ego, full just trying to scare everybody. Like, and that's that's where I was coming from, you know? And like, so I was thinking back to that. Then I'm laying there with my broken neck. Then I'm laying here in bed. And the last time I was laying in bed with a thrown out back was, I, I can't tell this whole story in full on air for this person's privacy. Mm. Okay, hold on a second. I didn't think about going here. Um. Okay. So, uh, okay. Okay. I got it. So there was an instance where, in the past, I had a, a an ex partner, and we were together, and I had hurt my back. I had a thrown out back, and I was laying in bed, and. And she had, she was going through some shit, like a super duper tough time. Like what she was, she was experiencing like one of the lowest lows in her life and she was not doing good. And I, it got to a point where I needed to go jump out of bed rapidly to go help. And that's, that's as much as I'll say about that. And I needed to get up and just go jump up and, and run to go help. And I'm like, okay. And I literally got to a point where I was crawling because my back hurt so bad I couldn't walk. Like, I, I took, like, two steps. I collapsed to the floor, and I'm crawling across the floor, like, using my fucking hands and knees and toes and fingertips and everything to, like, try and crawl to go, you know, help the situation. And, and I'm just screaming as I'm going because it's like, unbearable pain and I'm going and fucking and then I remember just after this whole situation I just went and laid back in bed when everything calmed down I'm like and everything it was and everything you know seemed to be okay I'm like laying in bed I'm like just like how the fuck like how are we all at this point like how are we here what is happening like this is too fucking intense like, I would rather be dead than be experiencing this right now. And that was just the honest feeling about that point at that moment. And that was the same point that I was thinking at the point when I was laying there with my broken neck. Then at this point, the other day, I'm laying there thinking that same thing. I'm like, dude, I would rather be dead than feel this shit. But then I'm like, uh, so see, but here's the thing is normally I'm like, okay, but that's fucking stupid. Like, no, you wouldn't, because then you're going to have to come back and redo it or pass it on to my kids. And it's just like, nah, fuck that, dude. You ain't no bitch. Like, what are you talking about? Right. So this time I didn't say that to myself, though. I just went, OK, well, what if? And not in a serious way, just more so reflecting on like, OK, what would make a person think that for the sake of like, how do we if a person's thinking that, how do we uplift them from that? Right. And how do you, like, take a person out of that? So, like I've discussed before, my whole thing is, like, well, have options. When a person understands they have options, then you can get yourself out of any other hole. And it's when you, or out of any, out of any hole. And it's when we feel like we don't have options, that shit's all fucked up. Because it's like, what am I going to do? Oh, no. And that means everything's fucked. And when everything's fucked, there's just no options. And that's a shitty situation, obviously. So, excuse me. So, 
as I'm like sitting there or not sitting, laying there, I'm like just like in a shitty place, man. I'm just feeling as depressed and sad and overwhelmed and like I'm try I've tried so many things like in terms of finances and work and this and that and it's like all the things that I've tried is just has not worked out and a more real way to put it is like the things I would put efforts or faith or whatever into it just didn't pan out one way or another and I'm not upset on that it's just it's cool you know it's fine that's just what happened and it is what it is it's all love everywhere it's just certain opportunities didn't work out and what I had done is I had had I had had too much faith in the opportunity at hand that I kind of just stopped with all my other options and just went all in. Because for me, it's like when I get involved in something, like I just go all the way the fuck in. Like I want to make sure it's something I want to do. And then I go all the way in. And when that happens, I just fucking you know, the blinders and I'm in, let's go this way. And it's a good and a bad thing all at the same time, right? Like it serves me well. And it also doesn't serve me very well because I want to know, I'm very curious. I'm always curious what's around the other side. And I just charged through and I kind of just like, let's go. And that's a dangerous thing when you're somebody who like, like me, where my, emotions and my my thinking depth is like I wish I could speak at the depth that my brain really thinks and I know that's kind it's just kind of like a shitty excuse it's like well you just got to practice and that's exactly what I'm doing that's why I do this it's a big part of why I do this is because I'm somebody who went silent for a year of my life I had people in school in high school judge me as being mute so when you see me speaking and trying my best and just doing this shit this is me facing that fear and going on with it and it's like yeah I might fucking freak the fuck out when it comes to talking and having conversations and whatever but you know what fuck you I'm doing this shit you know what I'm saying like fuck you respectfully to anybody who's gonna hate on it um for those of you who are just who are with the shit thank you I appreciate and love you guys and let's fucking go you know what I mean so I was thinking about all of this. I'm like, dude, like being dead would just be easier than this. And then I kind of like after and then I kind of went down that rabbit hole like, yeah, this and that. And I started just thinking, I'm like the whole time I was doing it. I was like, I'm thinking so stupid right now. And I was kind of like, it's OK. Just let it just go with it. Like, you know, you're good. Right. Like, you know, you're you're good. You know that. And I'm like, okay, I do know this. Let's explore it. Because if this is going to pop up and it's something that I used to feel and it popped up on me, I'm going to explore this bitch because I ain't no punk. So <laughs> let's check it out, right? So as I'm checking it out, I'm like, yo, this is a crazy world, man. Because in this world, there's no options. And every rabbit hole I would go down, I'm like, oh, there's no, like, simply, there's just no options at the end of that tunnel. Oh, there's no options at the end of that tunnel. Oh, there's options at the end of that tunnel. But that's the thing, dude, is like if we if we off ourselves, we have to come back and do this shit again. And it's probably going to be harder and come with more lessons because why wouldn't it? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's a matter of like, I guess. So I don't is this even a thing? But like to say like, oh, the mail is stacking up. It's like you don't check it. It just keeps stacking up. Right. Like 
And that's kind of a version of that is like, oh, the male's just stacking up. And that's how I see it. It's like, dude, you're just going to have to come back and do this shit again. You might, you know, this lifetime, you might be fucking a white dude, a Mexican dude, a mixed guy, an Asian guy, a fucking Asian woman, a white woman, a Mexican woman, an Arab woman, a well, whatever, right? You could be whatever the fuck. Next time you might be one of the other ones. In the next lifetime, you may, might be a fucking Somalian pirate. You might be a fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a fucking a Canadian bounty or a fucking <laughs> whatever, right? Who knows? But the point is, is that you're pro. Where are those lessons going to go? Because energy never dies. And the energy of the lessons that you've healed or not healed still have to exist because energy energy does not die or go away right so that's how and why i think and view and it makes sense to me that generational baggage is real is because energy doesn't go away it just fucking recirculates again it just doesn't die it just keeps going so that's what's fascinating is i'm like all right well if I know how to explore the world of contemplating suicide in a healthy manner, in a very literal way, where it's like, oh, it's just no options. Like, I'm not afraid to look inside of here. And at the same time, it's a representation of my own demons and my own shit that I, that my baggage, my shit I have to fucking work through and, and heal and cleanse and clear out and all of that. So... It's interesting because after I looked at all that, I kind of stepped back and laughed. I stepped back and laughed a little because I'm like, I realized it was stupid. And I stepped back and laughed because I was like, dude, back in the day, and this is a good example. I've shared this before, but I forget who it is. It might be Bill Burr, but there's a comedian who is like, dude, is it just me or is there anybody else i think it yeah i'm pretty sure it was bill Burr who's like is it anybody it's just me it's like i will consider killing myself over the stupidest fucking things and he's like i mean not, not like actually but it's like it's just like dude like fuck this and he's like you know my girl my girlfriend will be like hey like let's go to a party on saturday or whatever like we're gonna have the such and such and you know they told us bring a dish and he goes oh uh, okay i'll make a pie just oh fuck like why did i say that so then friday comes around and it's like time to make a pie and he's like man i would rather be fucking dead than have to make this fucking pie like i would rather kill myself than have to make the stupid fucking pie and go to this damn thing like what the fuck so <laughs> But so I used to think like that. I'm like, man, I'd rather be dead than have to sit here and take this fucking math test. Or I'd rather be dead than have to sit here and fucking sit in this fucking class listening to this shit again. Right? Like, so (laughs) that's like, I'm like, dude, okay. I, I, so I started laughing. I'm like, well, fuck, I used to think of that and say shit like that all the time. I don't think like that because I realize it's not healthy to think like that or even a joke like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to back off of shit like that. So I'm just like having such a breakdown. It's like, I don't know, man, everything's crumbling and everybody's hitting me with their issue with me and all like all just all in a row. And I'm like, Oh, like getting my ass kicked by this and I deserve it. I need it. 
And I'm appreciative for it because I'm like, all right, fuck that. We're going to help people if they have to explore that world of suicide or contemplating it. Let's help them install options at the end of every fucking corner. All right, would you like to take it up? The elevators or the stairs? You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. Yeah, dig. <laughs> and that's what we need is like, all right, you're trying to take the elevators, the stairs, or the fucking moving walking path, or the the escalator, the, you know? Like, what are you trying to do, man? Like, it's all good. So... One thing that I really learned, because I talked to my lady about all of this, shout out, Mingo, you are a fucking blessing, man, like, and my mom, you are a blessing, thank you guys, like, fuck, man, thank you guys, um, my lady, she told me, and this is something I can safely say on a regular basis, I have this doubt. Lately, it has just gotten away from me. And I feel like it's because I'm like trying to kill. I'm not trying to. I'm letting go of. I'm shedding off. I'm killing the old shell, the old character. Letting go of, go of who I was. Excuse me. In order to be who I know I am and want to and deserve to be. And who I'm destined to be. And who I create myself to be. And who I choose to be. The man I choose to be. The partner I choose to be. The businessman I choose to be. The the person who makes an impact on this community and this world that I choose to be. And what my girl told me was. You need to have a baseline to fall to. Like I will not fall below this level. Damn, dude. And I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. I know. I know. I know. I know. Like, fuck. I know. And that's what's so frustrating is because I have fallen below my baseline. And that fucks me up as a man, as a parent, as a provider. And it fucks a lot of other people up because that just removes my fucking title and status and credit and value as a man, as a father, as a partner, as a fucking son, as a member of the community, as a person in a group of friends and family and, and all of that. And it's like, fuck, man, if I just, I can't continue the way I've been going. And it's interesting because it's like I take one step up to take two steps down or even it's like I take two steps up to take two steps down. Maybe that's more so what it's like. And I'm just like, fuck. Or something equivalent. I take 10 up and then 10 down and then 10. It's like, bro, where's your baseline? Where's your zero? Where's your fucking ground that you stand on? Right? And it's like, I know this personally. But what is it beyond me? What is the patio and the deck that I want to build in my life around me that anybody of any weight and any stature and any status can stand on? Right? So it's like, I'm, I need and I'm trying to build the dopest foundation 
And man, this is my declaration to my fucking self and my people that, dude, I've been tilling and I've been tilling and I've been tilling. And the people that really fuck with me, man, let's fucking go, dude, because I am sick of this shit and I am sick of this position and I am sick of everybody just not having any fucking money or things or time or ability to fucking just create and do fun shit especially the people closest to me i can't take it and i'm truly sick of this shit man it's like i've applied at over 25 different jobs in the last two days and you know what fuck it i'm going all in on whatever the fuck and i don't care what it looks like how you judge me whatever because this is just a checkpoint and in order for me to do what's right i gotta start from the base motherfucking up and I will pour that concrete and pour that concrete because pouring the concrete in the slab is one thing building the house that's where the next fucking level so right now guys we're tilling the land we've been tilling the land and right now we're measuring everything out to pour the fucking concrete man because I believe in what I stand for I know where I stand and I know what I stand for and what I don't stand for. I know who I fuck with and who I don't fuck with. I have no question about those things. I understand a lot of people close to me have had questions about that those things because I have been letting myself down. And in turn, I've been letting you all down because I do understand and know that I am a leader and I am a provider and I am a boss. And I can handle and do this shit because I can. Right? And it's like, I will die fucking trying, man. Fuck it. Most people, and what I've, re or, sorry, let me say this. I've realized that I am against all the odds right now. Being my position, who I am in America, I am half Chinese and half Norwegian third generation United States of American and I have had a business for 15 years that beats all the fucking odds of business basically I've you know granted I've been I, I that's kind of down for now like I said I'm rebuilding ground up I've survived getting shot. My chances are getting shot at. I've survived all the gang shit. I've survived all the fucking, all the wild shit, all the motorcycle accidents, all the fucking skateboarding accidents, all the bike accidents, all the, all that shit, all the fucking things I fucking flipped down hills and mountains and all that shit. The fucking chances of me living and surviving my fucking accident after breaking my skull, neck and back. The chances of me uh, surviving and and ha and getting pneumomedia stinum, which is a thing where I get air lining uh, air between the lining of my heart and chest and lungs, and it creates it had created bubbles there, and it's potentially dangerous. And like, let's say I went scuba diving and I went down too low, my heart could just explode because of the pressure, and I don't want that. And I'm surviving. I've beat the odds there. They told me I've herniated my back and many of the discs in there. 
many a times they told me I needed full-on surgery. I healed from that shit. I got psoriasis. I healed from that shit. I got fucking um, arthritis. I healed from that shit. And I did all of it with the power of food, meditation, gratitude, prayer, breath work, and staying active. And that's like, dude, with those things, it's like I've gotten through plant medicines, ceremonies. That's how I have healed and got through those things. That's me personally. I can show you where the fuck to go. I can tell you who to talk to. You know what I'm saying? I've broken what? Over 72 bones? I might be counting it wrong. And it's probably like just kind of have forgotten about it because that's like a non-factor to me at this point. I don't even like identifying with that anymore. So, it's like, all right, I will not fall below this line. This is the structure of all motherfucking structures. And in a hundred million years, these ruins will be here, right? So, as I baseline myself, meaning, like, if you've heard the term, all right, like, you buy a used car and you baseline your car, that means... That you go, let's say you buy a used car and you go through every piece of it and you make sure that everything in it is good to go. You know what I'm saying? Anything that is potentially wacky or old or they're they're known to go out at this many miles or whatever the case may be. It's called you baseline your car. So you change all those things, right? Or you go through them, you check them, whatever. You make sure your shit's good to go and reliable. So, I'm like, all right, I'm baselining myself, my life, my consciousness. Make sure I meditate, pray, gratitude, breath work, do all these things. Check in, be present with with my family, ultimately. You know, my people, myself. And just get caught up with shit and just keep doing the right thing to do. And, you know, that's the most I can, I I can really do. So if anybody else is out there struggling, it's a new moon, it's a new season, you're the dragon, this is a good time, good opportunities, you know, let's, um, let's all work together, let's come together, let's fucking grow, let's talk about how, let's talk about loyalty, let's talk about family, let's talk about love, Let's talk about respect. Let's talk about building, growth, creativity, music, art, development, nature, plant medicines, ceremonies, conscious sexuality. Let's talk about all these things. Let's fucking grow and heal and and do the best to learn what there is to learn. Because I tell you, man, there's a lot of healing and there's a lot of beauty and there always is options and there always is another side to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's keep working. Let's keep loving. Let's keep growing. Life's beautiful, man. Like, let's let's let it be. Nature's beautiful. Pachamama, Mother Earth, she wanted all of this. We all chose to and signed up for this lifetime. You know, when people say, oh, I didn't choose to be here. Then who did? You know what I'm saying? It's like your parents didn't necessarily choose you either. 
Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, fuck, if you were one sperm over or one different egg, then what? You know, like, then what? Right? So you didn't choose to be here? You really don't think so? <laughs> you know, I think to say you didn't choose to be here is to, like, avoid responsibility for it. So, yeah, man. Um. So, yeah. I will say I'll share this last piece. I caught a new interview lately uh, for for some work. I'm going to just start jumping into that as much as I can. And I'm really confused by when they say they have to drug test these days because in California, they, like, at some jobs before, they were like, dude, <laughs> like, you got to... um." They're like, yeah, you got to pass a drug test. But if you smoke weed, it's cool. You just got to tell us. I'm like, wait, what? Like, okay, like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, like, like, fuck, yeah, I love weed. But damn, like, what? You know, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. So that's kind of funny. I don't even know what the rule is on that at just the state level job, you know. Uh, but I heard a lot of people don't even do that these days anymore. Anyways, but yeah, I passed the interview. I got to do a background screening thing. Yada, yada, yada. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, what else? Yeah, man. Otherwise, like I said, head down. I've, I'm all like applied up for school. I just have got to wait. Apparent, Dude, it's kind of lame, man. Like I applied for school and it just made me wait like forever to hear back about a response about all of this shit. Like, so... It's like, oh, you got to wait till like March for a response. Now I'm like, bro, what? Like that's forever. So for those of you wondering, yes, I'm, I'm still on that. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, man, it's been real. Uh, life is crazy as a crazen. You young brazen fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. It's been wonderful. It's been Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Bombastic. Semi Fantastic. <laughs> so. Sun, touch your face. Nothing big is nothing you own. And the last one's appears to own. And it's gonna be me and you. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. So, yo. Like I said, this is season four, episode two. And we're moving on and keeping on, keeping on, keeping on. And if you believe in this show, if you believe in this movement, if you'd like to help out, uh, go ahead and hit the cash app if you'd like to donate to the show. If you do the PayPal thing, I probably won't even know it's there. And I don't even know how to fucking extract the money. But... Go ahead. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah. So like I said, if you'd like to donate to the show, uh, go ahead and hit the cash app, Dan Do Podcast. Otherwise, you guys, go donate to Clean Planet. Uh, we Clean Planet. Um, Clean Planet Day, the last Saturday of every month. Go like, donate, become a volunteer, become a community leader, become a coordinator, a fucking whatever, really. Like, go holler at Sebastian. Um he what if you got something creative that's going to help and streamline things and make things better he's all ears so whatever you have to say he always listens and it always counts and uh yeah 
I grant I, he's probably thought of it all already though. Anyways, anyway, <laughs> make sure you go donate. It helps out. Makes helps take care of this planet. Makes the world a better place. Yeah. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And please be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your best friends, uncles, cousins, aunts, wives, program directors, chairmans, board staff, meeting hosts, assistant who gets the donuts from the special donut shop and then the special coffee from another shop. Also, about the damn dude podcast, because... You know they could use that shit. Also, how come... Uh, I was just talking about this earlier with my lady. Um, how come donut shops like almost always have the grossest fucking coffee? Like, why? Wouldn't you think that donut shops would have like the dankest coffee? You know what I'm saying? It's like, and then you make it special. Then you fucking do donut pairing with coffee flavor each month, oh, you match it and you just do the seasons. Oh, okay, we're going to have the fucking pistachio shamrock muffin and drink for fucking March and or whatever, right? We're going to have the fucking pumpkin and the pumpkin, you know, muffin or donut and, and uh, coffee and, right? What the fuck? Why is nobody, is anybody doing that? And if not, why aren't you? And if not, there you go. You're welcome. Uh, just give me 1% of this whole fucking idea and it's all good. Otherwise, karma got you. Um, <laughs> anyways, you guys, this is the Dude Podcast. And this is finger licking, farmer licking, finger fucking chicken chucking, dick and duck and Fred. I'm here to tell you. Share the show. And don't be a little bitch. Much love, you guys. Have a beautiful day. Season 4, Episode 2. Damn Dude Podcast. California Cow. Outskies. <laughs> that probably just ruined it for everybody. Sorry, guys. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Peace. Damn, dude. Damn, dude.